Hi, welcome to Invest in You. You are listening to episode three. Hi, this is uh, Frederick, and you are going to listen to a great interview with Christian Rodwell. We met up a while ago, and uh, he is working with something exciting called Escape the Rat Race Radio, and also how to leave the so-called rat race. So let's jump straight in. Hi, and welcome to the podcast, Invest in You. Well, thank you, Ivan. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Frederick, for inviting me. Yeah. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. It's uh, it's a cold evening here in London, and um, I'm just uh, yeah just warming myself up, getting ready for a, a really good conversation with all of you. Yep. Now it's it's great to have you on board, uh, Chris, and uh, we know each other since uh, a while. Uh, like you, you said on your podcast when we spoke uh, quite recently that we, we go back a few years, especially virtually, and uh, yep. moving in very similar circles. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good to have yep. you here. Let's just start off right away. And Ivan? Yep. Uh, so, um, how would you describe what you do? So, I help frustrated employees to get clear about what it is that they really would like to do in life. And I often ask them, if money was no object, what would you wake up every morning really excited about doing? And when you get people to search inside, it's really interesting some of the answers that come out. And invariably, generally, people want to help others. So maybe people want to help others get fit or get rich or get healthier. But yeah, that seems to be the driving motive for, I'd say, 80% of people. So um, I help people to basically transition out of their boring, frustrating nine to five jobs and help them start their own businesses. Well, first of all, uh, do you have a reason why? Like I get up in the morning to, do you have Uh, like one of those? (laughs) Now I know where you got that from. (laughs) Yeah. So I... I interviewed um, a gentleman recently on my own podcast called Mr. Paul Dunn, and I asked Paul a similar question for how how can someone find out their why? And um, he shared with me something similar, that sometimes your why doesn't have to be like your, uh, how can I say, um, your big, you know, one and all vision for the future. Sometimes people just have a reason right now. And as you say, that is, I get up every morning too. And really, I get up every morning to help other people get clear in what they want to do, but also to continually grow myself. So I've been a fan of personal development for over 10 years now. And I always believe in pushing yourself to really get the best out of you. And I guess because I like to get the best out of myself, I like to share what I've learned and help others to achieve that as well. So at the moment, I get up every morning to push myself. <laughs> yeah, good one. That's a great purpose. He's also helped me with my purpose. Anyways, <laughs> when did you first? Yeah, when did you first become interested in podcasting? Oh well, I'll tell you a story, and and this might be a world exclusive that you're getting here because I recorded my first ever podcast in, I think it was 2005. Now, that podcast I recorded with a friend of mine, my best friend. We were living together at the time. And that was just when we first got interested in personal development. 
and we just started reading books from people like Jim Rohn and we were just about to go to Anthony Robbins um, Unleash the Power Within. So it was really the early days and podcasting, believe it or not, was getting quite popular even in 2005. But a lot of people didn't really understand it too well. And we thought, hey, let's just record a podcast and start talking about all of this stuff that we're learning and doing. And I think it was about 45 minutes long. And we just spent the whole time laughing and joking with one another. And we got to the end of it and we just thought, well, we can't release that because all we did was laugh for 45 minutes. And so we kind of hid it away in the archives <laughs> and nobody else ever got to hear it. And, um, and that's where it stayed until 2000. And when was it? Well, it was about 12 months ago, like now. So it was 2016 last year when I said, OK, you know what? I've been running my own business now and I really think that it would be a good idea for me to launch a podcast. And it's also a really good way to get to speak to people that you admire and people that you really want to learn from who it may be otherwise difficult to have contact with them. And it's amazing, actually, when you speak to people and say, would you like to be a guest on my podcast, that people who you think may be like really far away from you actually often say, yes, I would really, really like to do that. And so, yeah, I guess it was one year ago when I decided to do the podcast and that's when I launched mine. Yeah. What, in your opinion, makes a good podcast? Well, in my opinion, it has to be quite fun. So I don't like anything too boring because then I'd probably switch off and there's lots of other podcasts that I can listen to instead. So I think it needs to be fun and um, some, some humor, uh, not taken too seriously and, um, and not too long either. Some podcasts, you know, are, are quite long. And the feedback I have had from my listeners is that they often listen to a podcast when they're traveling. So maybe they're on their bike or they're in the car. So perfect timing is maybe 20 to 30 minutes. That's from the feedback that I've had. Yeah, so we have to keep this to maximum 30 minutes. That's our plan anyway, so well done. <laughs> yep. So how has podcasting changed your business? Well, I alluded to it slightly earlier that it's allowed me to raise my profile by association with respected people and mentors because one of the benefits of podcasting is that you can invite people who maybe have a, a larger social media following and then you can ask them if they would share it with all of their followers and then it means more people will discover you and so therefore it will raise your profile and make you more visible online as well so that's definitely one of the benefits of doing a podcast I can highly recommend anyone out there to be a guest on your podcast. Very professional. I felt very warm, warm and welcome also after the actual production, and and you made it very easy for me to, to to help and spread the word. So yeah, you're you're absolutely on the right track to to have a really good practice. Brilliant. Thank you, Frederick. Yep, I heard that podcast. It was great. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, this where, is... where where were you in, in when you heard it? Yeah, I was in uh, Israel with my dad. <laughs> Ah, very good. Good spread, yep. Uh, anyway, um, this is quite an interesting question. Who do you uh, learn from? Ooh. I learn from people every day. 
So I learn from members of my community. I learn from my own mentors. I learn from other podcasts that I listen to. And I learn just from books and things that I read and see online. So I think we're learning almost every second of every day, even if we don't recognize it. I really agree. Do you have like any main mentors or something like that? Yes. So I've had a few mentors over the last few years. And um, probably right now I've got fewer mentors than I've had for quite a long time. Uh, Roger Hamilton, um, who is the creator of the Wealth Dynamics Test, he is one of my mentors. And other mentors, let me think. Yeah, he's my main mentor really now. Um, yeah. 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 Okay, changing direction a little bit, uh, just for the sake of uh, our uh, listeners. I know, of course, about your community, Escape the Rat Race, and uh, and, and your way out of uh, 9 to 5. Uh, but it was really great to hear, what do you hope to achieve by having that community to help those people? Sure. So, I'd really love to create a a platform where anyone who is ready to make a shift from employment can come to escape the rat race and within 12 months can be very much along the bridge and i talk about the bridge a lot as in where you are right now and where you want to be now when i set up the company it was called escape the rat race within 12 months i believe it is possible to completely escape within 12 months but i think it's pretty difficult and I haven't seen too many people achieve that but what I do want is for someone to be in a much further position forwards with a lot more confidence in themselves and a lot more belief that after having worked with myself and other other mentors in Escape the Rat Race that this time in 12 months time they will feel like they are really on the right path that they've learned a lot of new skills and that it won't be too much longer until they can actually decide whether they want to give up their their job. Well, one thing I found very interesting is to see the difference from where you are today versus where you were X amount of years going back, because we often compare ourselves with other people, especially now on social media. It's very easy to just look upon someone else's pictures or videos, whatever they share about their, their dream life or fake life, I don't know. Uh, and... and uh, Roger Hamilton said uh, in in the last fast forward uh, event in London, and he asked me that where were you ten years ago? And at the time, that was like mind blowing compared to where I was at the time. Where were you ten years ago? So ten years ago, I was I had just got back into the music industry. So I was actually working for an independent record label in Richmond upon Thames, and I was having quite a good time actually. Um, we were, we probably just had, you know, our first number one record at that company, and so that was, uh, you know, a great achievement for a very small team. And um, I was actually really interested in digital marketing ten years ago. I could see that this was really the future. I mean, YouTube had probably just launched. Facebook 
had just launched was like two years old. Some people were using it, some people were not. So it was really, really amazing when you look back at what yeah. has happened in terms of social media and digital. Um, so yeah, that's where I was. I was in the music industry and I was having a good time, but I was intrigued by the potential of all this new digital technology that was emerging. Yep. Yeah, cool. I think it's also very exciting. So this is a bit of a, a junior MBA question. Have you ever taught any children? I haven't. No, I don't believe I, I have. Um, I haven't had the pleasure of that yet. Um, not directly, anyway. So well, I you're would kind of teaching us right now. <laughs> well, this, this is the first. Yeah, no, this is good. And, and I hope that maybe some younger uh, junior MBAs like yourselves have perhaps heard the podcast. Uh, maybe some of their parents who've been to some of my events may have shared some of, of what we discussed. So I hope that it's filtered through, but I haven't directly had the opportunity to, uh, to help the juniors yet. But I look forward to that. It's it's interesting how many younger people actually have got a, an iPhone, but they probably have no idea what a podcast even is. Uh, and and we just heard some numbers uh, about that four percent in the UK actually listen to a podcast, which is a very low number compared to what it could be. Wow. Yeah, that's, wasn't that's, it like 75% in the USA? Yeah, 74% in the US is the number we just heard recently. Wow. So you have a very good opportunity to be the, the leader. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and especially in Sweden. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think we get, they've got any peers talk about entrepreneurship at this age in, in Sweden. I think that the other youngest person I know, I think, is around 22. Okay. And he's talking about how you should pitch to investors together with some very experienced people. So yeah, that yeah. is... Uh, in Swedish, called business podden. It's a good, good, uh, good team, uh, good setup. So I, li- I like that. But unfortunately, it's in Swedish, which is a bit restricting in terms of yeah. reach. Yeah. yeah. Another question: Do you have any good habits that we can learn from? Well, I believe. <laughs> Moment of truth. <laughs> yeah, I believe that starting your day positively is uh, is a great habit and uh, I ran the London Marathon this year so I like running and um, I believe that getting the oxygen flying through your body in the morning uh, even if it's just stretching drinking lots of water in the morning is is a good way to set up your day so I would say a little bit of physical exercise in the morning definitely some stretching and plenty of water is a good habit to begin the day with I really agree and training is like one of the main things which I focus on. I go to Taekwondo seven days a week. <laughs> well, no, se- seven trainings a week then. I don't go on Fridays and uh, Saturdays. Yeah. I'm a bit scared that he might become overtrained, but uh, so far so good. Yep. No they injuries. say to people, if, if you don't listen to my podcast, I'm just going to like take you out. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Do you have any personal qualities that have helped you as an entrepreneur? Well, that's a great question. And I know that you are familiar with Wealth Dynamics and and, and Frederick definitely is. And um, I'm not sure if if you have taken Wealth Dynamics, uh, either of you. Um, But this will help you to understand actually what your entrepreneurial qualities are. And it's really important to be aware that some people will build their wealth one way 
and others will build their wealth another way. And wealth can not just relate to money, but happiness and how you value yourself and you know your confidence with, with other people. Um, and so, yes, it has helped me to understand that one of my qualities is uh, in my ability to create good relationships with people and to connect people together. Uh, I've always enjoyed doing that. Even before I um, took the Wealth Dynamics test, I was always the one that was calling up my, my friends, lots of different groups of friends and inviting them out to parties and nightclubs and things like this. So naturally, I was always the one that was connecting and bringing people together. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So surely, what, what's your Wealth Dynamics? Well, do you mean what percentage I got? No, no, what what profile? I am supported by I think like three percent or something. Okay. I'm yeah. like a square if you <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I I can't quite remember the exact what, why what, I'm what, water or spirit almost. 24, 24. Yeah, I'm twenty four, twenty four, twenty four, twenty eight, I think. So that, what, what that means to other people who are not listening, that, that basically means that Charlie is, is very good at uh, what he chooses to do uh, and also gives him flexibility, but it can also confuse him a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about you, Ivan? There are, by the way, there are four different uh, profiles that you can be. Mm-hmm. Eight. 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 Well, yeah. Yeah, but the... four like main uh, energies. But anyway, That's so right. I am a dynamo energy, so I'm a... Creator and I'm like fifty something. Don't talk about percent. People will not understand. Anyway, yeah, I'm a creator, so that means I like uh, coming up with uh, lots of ideas, but I'm not very good at finishing things. <laughs> yeah. So where 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 are you for for the for the audience? Well, I'm a deal maker. Yep. Yeah. So what does so, that mean? Uh, the deal maker means that um, it, it, you love connecting with people, but also you have you're good at timing, so you're good at yep. spotting opportunities, yeah, and trends, yeah. Good one, yeah. perfect. Yeah. So uh, you've worked with many entrepreneurs. Would love to hear what is your idea about the the ticket out of the rat race. Well, it it follows on from the last question really because. Um, one person's ticket out of the rat race will be very different from another person's ticket out of the rat race. And I'm passionate about about this message because it's very easy for someone to listen to somebody else's success story. And of course, these days we have many seminars, we have many online courses, many people on YouTube telling you how to be successful, how to be rich. And that is great. And Maybe. Not, <laughs> yeah, not not all of those people may be, uh, you know. Rich. <laughs> you have to you have to you have to do your homework on people first and foremost. Um, but also, you, I, I'm very strong of, of saying to people, don't dive in to the first opportunity that you see. Um, take some time first to understand what your passions are, what your interests are, and what you're great at. And you can find that out through taking the Wealth Dynamics test. And once you understand what you're really good at, then it can help you to, to know what to say no to. And I often think it's better or it's more helpful sometimes to know what opportunities to say no to. And, um, and once you do that, then you're left with two or three where you can say, OK, I think these probably are going to give me the most chance of success. 
Perfect. So yeah, re- really can just agree with if you understand yourself, your team and other people you're dealing with, that's so beneficial in terms of how you communicate and how you work together. Uh, what does the phrase invest in you, the, the name of the podcast, signi- uh, signify? Well, for me, personal development, it means constantly learning, constantly listening. So using your ears and listening to others rather than just talking and telling people what you think is right. Um, Investing yourself is a never ending process. Nice. Have have you got any example of so-called passive income streams? Oh, well, there's some debate over the word passive income. (laughs) (laughs) Um, depending who you talk to. It is possible, of course, and, and really it all comes down to assets. You need to acquire or purchase assets which will generate an income for you with very little of your time required. Um, there are very few things which are 100% passive. Um, perhaps if you write a piece of music um, or you write a book, and that piece, and we call this intellectual property, that is that is an asset class. Uh, that, I think, is the closest you get to passive because you make it once and then it's out there for people to buy and you get paid royalties pretty much forever. Uh, property can be passive, although property still requires some management and maintenance and uh, it depends how you set it up, but that's certainly one way. Um, People talk about trading, so stock market trading. Um, I don't believe that is passive because you actually must put time in in order to see those returns. Um, So they would probably be what comes up most when people talk about passive income. Yeah. What are your top tips for starting a business? Mm, top tips for starting a business. Well, I don't think that starting a business is right for everybody. Good and point. I've, I've learned that over the last three years. Um, some people are not, um, are not, um, let's just say when you start a business, uh, you will have to learn how to manage risk. And for someone who does not like taking risk, Um, we call it risk averse, then it will be harder, I believe, for someone to to launch a business. Um, Also, there may be periods of launching a business where you'll have to sacrifice some things where income and cash flow will be slow or, or difficult for a while. So people must understand this before they jump into starting a business. Once you have decided that you are right for business and you want to start a business, then your top tip is always to think longer term about your goals. Uh, Understand why you're starting a business and what your objectives are. Is it to make money? Is it to be able to travel and and work and see other countries? Is it to be able to give back? Um, It's important that you're clear of your reasons for starting a business and then almost working backwards from that point to see yep. what needs to happen to make that a reality. Yep. And, and, and now, find, find what a mentor. Your... Sorry. A find a mentor as well to help guide you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
And now, what are your top tips for growing your business? Well, I think it's in relationships, um, or certainly one way I would suggest is relationships, partners, uh, joint ventures. Look at for look for areas where other people can uh, collaborate with you and offer complementary services where maybe they have databases of people who would be interested in what you have to offer and you can come together and create a profit split which would benefit always look for the win-win situation between both parties and that would probably uh, because I'm a deal maker I'm always looking for how to connect and, and create good partnerships yep dad told us you lived in Portugal last summer can you tell us a little bit more about that yeah so I myself and my girlfriend Laura we um, decided uh, earlier this year that our businesses were both at a, a stage where we no longer had to stay in London and we were interested in, in, in living somewhere warm and where we could go to the beach and we decided that Lisbon in Portugal was a, a really good place for entrepreneurs and early startup businesses and so we went there and we decided that we would spend five months this summer and it was really great and it's um, it's a place where it's very popular now for a term called digital nomads and digital nomad is a term for someone who is probably a one-man business or a freelancer who can live anywhere in the world and still make money through working remotely or online through the internet and so Lisbon every night of the week there are meetup events where digital nomads come together maybe have a, a beer and um, talk about ideas and, and generally hang out and it's a really nice environment and you get to connect and meet lots of people from all around the world. Sounds, sounds really like a place we should check out as well right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I look forward to introduce even Charlotte to more of the co-work spaces and also to, to own and to, to manage indirectly a couple of co-working spaces in different places of the world. Yeah. That's a later project. Uh, now this is a, a trick question. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Perfect. What is the question we haven't asked you that we should have asked you? Oh, Wow, that's, that stumped me, that one. Um, I, I give you a clue. Uh, the, the podcast name is Invest in You. Okay. Um, oh, uh, so, um, oh, that is a difficult one. <laughs> it's okay. Um, maybe, 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 um, hmm. Maybe, maybe who is the one person who's invested in me the most? Yeah. Other than me. Yeah. So who who, who would that be? What's well, your response to your own question? Well, it would have to be my parents first and foremost, of course. Love to. Yeah. Side of my parents. Um, I I would like to um, give a mention to John Ketley, who has been another of my mentors, and John is someone who I met in the summer of 2015. It was six months after I had um, jumped from employment and was starting a business. And I was still, 
quite confused and I was still trying to do lots of different things. And it was John who really helped me to focus and John who really set me on the path of, of really focusing on one thing. And that one thing was to build Escape the Rat Race. So, mm. yeah, I think John, I'd like to thank for investing his time and his belief in me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for helping us out with an extra question. <laughs> no Feel free to, to use that on your podcast as well. Sure. Uh, it's a little bit off guard. Uh, now, uh, what is the best way for people to connect with you, uh, link up with you? Uh, we will, of course, share this in the show notes. Sure. So probably the two best places. I'm on Facebook uh, every day. And if you search, uh, in fact, if you go to facebook.com forward slash Christian Rodwell, you should come up with my profile. And if you'd like to find out more about Escape the Rat Race and join over a thousand other um, escapees in our private Facebook group, then you can go to uh, etrr.online yep. forward slash Facebook. Perfect. And what, what's uh, the name of your podcast again? Escape the Rat Race Radio. Exactly. So just find that on podcast. Um, so, Sholi? Well, thank you very much for being such a great guest and also for taking the time to share your experience uh, mm. with our audience. We hope to meet you in London or somewhere else. And, yeah, see you soon. Yeah, so well done for making it through the podcast. That should be roughly 30 minutes, plus minus. Yeah. Uh, well, and uh, also, we really appreciate uh, that you also take the time to, to teach also younger entrepreneurs, uh, because this is as applicable if you are a teenager as if you are uh, grown up. We have noticed with, with our content, which is very similar to yours, that uh, wh why not be financial free when you hit kind of university age. Why not? Yeah. Well, when we're living in the best time ever for yeah. entrepreneurs, there are things that Charlie and Ivan, you understand way more than myself and Frederick. So yes. this is a like no other time in history where I think the the playing fields for the younger generation can allow you to be successful within a few years it's it's possible so yeah thanks a lot and uh bye for now yeah thanks bye guys bye. Goodbye. goodbye what a great energy thanks again christian remember to subscribe to hear future episodes first and of course we love five star reviews we'll read out all future reviews out loud here on the podcast and thanks in advance bye bye bye